welcome to the Golden Rock Podcast. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by fellow Pokemon enthusiast Connor to bring you some of the latest and greatest Pokemon news and a few laughs along the way. Pokemon Presents has come and gone with a few expected reveals and a whopping out-of-nowhere game revelation in Pokemon Legends said to A that, to be honest with you, it leaves us with more questions than answers. We'll be breaking down all the news from the day and speculating on what to expect from Game Freak's new game scheduled to release in 2025. As always, you can jump to a topic using the timestamps in the description below. So, Connor, where were you when this amazing news dropped? Uh, I was at home. I was uh, editing some photos. I actually completely forgot that it dropped at 2 o'clock. I think it was quarter to 3 yep. before I finally went, Oh, uh, Pokemon news! I need to jump on that! Went, watched it, saw the usual stuff of, Here's Masters EX, here's Pokemon Go, here's some updates for Pokemon Sleep. I was like, okay, okay. Yep. I will say, I think we were baited a little bit. You mentioned just before okay. the podcast about the unknown that were prevalent yes. all throughout this. And the mm-hmm. music at the very beginning, I was like, oh, it's Johto. We're, do- we're doing okay, Johto, of course. And if yep. we're going to do Johto, then it's going to be Legends Johto rather than a remake. And it makes sense to do Legends Johto because, and then we you go- know, it, it, it leads on to, it, it leads on from the last one. You've got the yep. uh, Celestica people who we know Sinjo ruins and all that kind of stuff. It ties in. It's nice. Unknown. Great. And... We got the in Pokemon Sleep a little bit earlier. We got Raikou and Suicune. If as if they're prepping prepping you for something like it, it, it seemed like a lot of signs were pointing to it. And up to this day, you know, I was I was listening to some of the rumors um, that were going on on Twitter. Um, you know what? They got absolutely just. Spot on. Like, none of the rumours I heard were correct in any way whatsoever, which is either, you know, take what you hear on the internet with, you know, pinch of salt. Either they were just making stuff up for likes, shares, comments, whatever it might be, or, you know, they were maybe fed some information from people in the know on purpose, hoping that you know, maybe just blindside people. And regardless of which side you fall on, no one predicted this. No, I don't think so. Um, of all the guesses, I mean, we've argued for weeks, will it be uh, Will it be um, Unova? Will it be Johto? Nobody saw Kalos coming. Nobody. Nobody whatsoever. Um, and he's... It, it, and I don't want to get too much into this conversation because I do want to take this in the order that things were revealed, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. But... I can't help but feel that maybe, maybe whereas Legends Arceus was perhaps that the team had this desire to make this game and knew what they wanted, maybe Z to A is some of their frustrations maybe of, we never got to finish Gen 6. It feels so. unfinished. And how do we, what can we do to kind of revisit that? And this feels like, feels like that i do have thoughts as well as to how this can tie in with gen 9 and why we're seeing kalos now um what when it takes place things like that but we will come on to all of that sort of thing later okay uh, one thing i do want to mention do you do you like the name that to a um like i think i like it- the concept of the name more than i like the name 
Yeah, I, I, there's obviously going to be some meaning to it. I, you know, credit to originality that they didn't, because they, they, what they could have just gone is Legend Zygarde. They, mm-hmm. they, or, or, you know, whatever they wanted to go to. There's obviously a reason to this. Z2A implies, implies things that I think I want to touch on a little bit later down. And I think that the name will grow on people when more information is revealed and they play the game. And, you know, credit to them for not just doing the safe option. And for our American audience, I don't think Z2A sounds any better. No. There you go. No. No. But yes, run us through all the other announcements that we got on Pokemon Day. Well, first of all, I want to start with the unknown because I I paused the bit. So I didn't watch this until about uh, 7 o'clock at night and I completely forgot about it until Sam, who was on the podcast last week, messaged me going, you're going to love the presents. Have you seen the presents? I'm like, no, I haven't seen the presents. And then I just like sneaked off and I was like, okay, let's just, let's just have a quick look at it. Oh my God, this looks amazing. Um, but the unknown. So when I watched it later on, I was like, okay, what are these unknowns spelling out? Is it a clue? And I'm pretty sure the first bunch of unknown literally spells Pokemon presents, but just muddled up. Oh, there's, okay. There's, there's no clues there. There's nothing. It is literally just them being a little bit silly, but the unknown, which, sure, fine. Uh, but it does make me realize every time I see these unknown, how little I understand that language. I don't know why. It just doesn't work in my head. There's certain letters that I know should be what they are, but I can't figure that out. Anyway, the first uh, reveal is that we are getting more Terror Raid battles in Scarlet and Violet. We're getting more seven-star Terror Raids, and you get to face off against Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise, each of which has the mightiest mark. Uh, So they start on the 20th of February, which uh, is today as of recording, but two days ago as of um, if you're listening to this. Um, there is more information online about when they take place. I don't actually have that in front of me. I don't know if Connor is like furiously scrambling nope, to turn them not. up. Like he, Connor, this is this is this I is know. What you're good at. I know. I'm oh, sorry. This, this guy. But I guess I okay. I guess the question is: Are you going to do them? And are you actually surprised that they are still pumping out content for Scarlet and Violet, considering it's done, so to speak? Uh, I'm not surprised they're still doing content. I would be very much upset if they weren't, especially now that 2025 is our next main release. They've got a Mm. whole year to keep up, basically, if not a year, two years, really, if they're aiming for that November release. I don't think they'll do a January release. It doesn't make a lot of sense. There are some ways where a January release might make sense. We'll come on to it. No, yeah. But... Yeah, they they need they need to keep Scarlet and Violet interesting. I think raids are the only thing they've really got going for them at the moment. I would love to see more raids like the Mewtwo one, which feels more yep. like an event. Um, but sure, I'll take the Kano Stars for the moment. Yeah, I think it's a nice little addition. I think the other thing that is get this is actually keeping me coming back to Scarlet and Violet, and it's not the raids; it's the um, current increased shiny odds. Uh, for the Voltorb, Hasunia Voltorb, and um, what? What? Uh, not Moongus, the one before it. Um, for, 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 what's it Fungus? called? Can't remember. Moongus! Yes. Yes. So, you know, Game Freak, more of that, please. And I will happily keep playing Scarlet and Violet because the increased shiny, hod- shiny odds in that game are 
absolutely ridiculous. I think it's it's definitely it's definitely in their strategy, I think, where, okay, what can we do throughout this year to keep people consuming Scarlet and Violet? Because like you say, chances are we are getting nothing new this year, which was a shock in itself, I think, from the presents. I honestly expected a reveal for November this year. And I believe the fact the f- we didn't get I believe the phrase is a surprise for sure, but a welcome one. <laughs> But a welcome one. We have, for the longest time, been, you know, we have had discussions about is the lack of polish in these Pokemon games due to, you know, staff there not caring, or is it due to time constraints? And I think we've fallen down that, you know, the, the employees there actually do like Pokemon. They enjoy working there. They enjoy this franchise. But unfortunately, they don't have the 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 time that they need to put as much love into this. Now, is the move from November to the start of 2025 because they want to give it more polish or does it tie into something else, which I think you were hinting at? Yeah. And I think we're both on the same wavelength, but we'll talk about that later on. I'll put a tweet out about it. Um, But I think, you know what? More content for Scarlet and Violet throughout the year, just enough to keep me dipping into it. I think will go a long way for some people to keeping Pokemon fresh in their minds, ready for when the next mainline Pokemon game in Legends ZA comes out at some point in 2025. It's going to be interesting because that's the point. It's sometime in 2025. There, I don't know say, when. There might be a reason to have it in January, February kind of time. I, I could see them aiming for November. If that's the case, do you think this was always the release date or do you think you know after the discussions that have been had at game freak after we read that article do you think somebody's turned around and gone okay no we're we'll give you an extra year i okay we we might as well jump into this now because my answer is something that i want to talk about late later on anyway but i think to answer that question there have been rumors that the success of the Nintendo Switch has been pushed back to early 2025 to avoid some of the issues that consoles have had over the last couple of years of they push it out before Christmas to hit those you know Christmas sale targets and then they suddenly find themselves without consoles and the issues that come from that. The fact that when, when they announced... Uh, ZA, and I'm just scrolling down because I've got it here somewhere. Um, da, 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 da. Official Pokemon account tweeted, we'll launch on Nintendo Switch systems in 2025. Makes me believe that discussions have been had about we need a Pokemon game to launch alongside the Switch successor. It was also within the same uh, announcement trailer. It said at the end, releases simultaneously. Yeah. Uh, across the world kind of thing and it's like well does that mean we're going to release at the same time across the world like australia and new york and japan and england are all going to get it at the same time but that's been a thing since sun and moon that's not i don't know if you need to announce that to the world anymore Uh, i so part of me thinks maybe they do do that because i think japanese uh companies when they come to advertising hold on to things a little bit longer than 
American and European companies, but also is that implying that, oh no, this will be available on two consoles, Switch and the successor to the Switch 2. Like we were saying a couple of weeks back, we were talking about the possibility of this happening. I honestly think that that is what they're going for. I really do think that it is. No, it'll be available on ZTA. ZTA will be available on the Switch. It will run well enough if you want to, you know, look at Legends Arceus and Scarlet and Violet as well enough. But then, no, it'll also be available on the success to the Switch at a higher price point with the benefits that brings of, you know, hopefully better frame rate and better graphics. I disagree I on the, the higher price point. I think the price point will be the same. Okay. Because because they're uh, selling yes. the console to you. Yes, that no, you're absolutely right. Because it yeah, because it's a lesser it's it's removing a barrier then actually you are right. Because if it's fifty pound on both of them, you only have to look at well, I only need to buy the console. If it's fifty pound on one and sixty pound on the other, yeah, go. Well, it's not only I'm buying a new console, I'm actually paying more for a game and is am I getting whatever whatever yeah. increasing cost. Uh, am I getting the value out of that? So actually, no, you are right. Um, I, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, the more I'm looking into this, the more I'm thinking that the conversations have been had of, no, you normally release in November, but I think there's more benefit to the company of pushing it back a few months. And I honestly think this is, this is early 2025. Spring, I don't think we the, say. If not even yes. early winter yes. or late winter is the yes. case maybe. Late winter, yeah. I I cannot see them holding off on uh, you know till next November. That's spring, early spring, late winter, you know there's an argument of well we're only waiting an extra month or two. Yeah, it's that first we quarter. Can, yeah, we we can we can yeah, exactly, it still ties in with that kind of we can still announce how well we've done to, you know, the company, the higher-ups, blah, blah, yeah, it's blah. it's still the same tax year, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whereas, I think pushing back to the following November, I think that would have opened up way different conversations to the point where they probably would have gone, no, we need something for November, and Legends ZA will publish next November. I So, on, on the only way I see that ZA being next November is if at some point this year, they announce another Pokemon game for this November. But I think all signs point to early, early 2025 on both consoles. I I just don't... I Everything just seems to be pointing to that. Yeah. It, 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 it makes the most sense to me as it stands. Uh, their wording is being very specific. And mm-hmm. maybe maybe we're reading too much into it. Maybe by Switch systems, they just mean OLED Switch and Switch Lite. It's very possible. Uh, Potentially. I have to dig through all their previous tweets to see if that's usually how they announce them. Mm. But I, I, I have I, uh, There is enough there to be suspicious, shall we say. Definitely, definitely. Right, uh, let, let's move on to uh, the Pokemon Go collab that was announced. Um, so Pokemon Go is collabing. It's always, always weird saying Pokemon Go is collabing with Pokemon, Pokemon Horizons. <laughs> the, the, the Pokemon is collabing with Pokemon. It's like that, you know, when um, that um, 
who is it? Uh, Barack Obama meme where he's Gives putting himself a medal the on medal. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what this feels like. It's so weird. Anyway, so we're getting a collab with Pokemon Horizons. We're getting a number of uh, new additions. We're getting a uh, Pikachu with Caps hat, which, to be fair, I'm a bit over the amount of Pikachus with hats in Pokemon uh, Go. But, but this, this one is- has Volt Tackle. I kind of want this one, not for Vault Tackle. I just want this one because this Pikachu like <laughs> looks so cool. I can actually not wait to watch Horizons because I want to see this Pikachu. This Pikachu in action. Is, is awesome. He's so, so cool. So I've heard. So I've heard. Um, also, uh, we are getting uh, Charge Cadets, uh, Cerulege, and Armourouge finally making their de- debut um, now. At the time, this information was released, but I saw it literally before we started recording that uh, Charge Cadets is available only from eggs, so it's going to be available in all the eggs between... I think it's the, it definitely starts on the 1st of March, and I think it runs until the 5th of March. And to evolve it, you have to have it as your buddy and knock out 30 ghost types for Cerule Edge or 30 psychic types for Armor Rouge. So it is very much them trying to push the egg incubators on people, which I'd imagine a lot of people have used them, um, used up their stock in the recent um, Go Tour. I know I definitely have, so this is going to be a pain, but I'll see what I can do. Uh, Liko and Roy also appear when taking a photo, but we have no further information at the moment as to what that means. Um, When is this event taking place? Or when are Saru Legend Armour Rouge coming out? Uh, Between the 1st and 5th of March. Oh, okay. So it's a little bit early for an Easter egg hunt, but... Yeah, yeah, it is. But I... This is just one of those little things that ticks over on Pokemon Go. Uh, It's quite nice because I'm running out of content to do on Pokemon Go, so this helps me to continue playing without spending money, which is always nice. Up next, we got Pokemon Sleep, uh, a Pokemon Sleep uh, update. The legendary Pokemon will soon arrive in Raikou in March, and then at some point we will get Entei and Suicune. Uh, there's also a login bonus happening where players can collect a gift of Poke Biscuits and diamonds. That's about it. They got nothing else to say on Pokemon Sleep. I never got round to it. I don't think I ever will now. I don't think I'm who they're looking to play this. I already played too much Pokemon in Pokemon um, mainline series, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Unite every now and again, Pokemon TCG. Um, used to play Pokemon X. I don't, I don't need another one, okay? So I'm happy to just sit this one out. Uh, yeah, it's Pokemon Sleep. Pokemon Masters is celebrating four and a half years, which is crazy to think about. Um, Gita and Glamora are arriving, and Silver is coming along with a Tyranitar. Um, it's also bringing along a few evolves. other... That Mega Evolves, yes. Yes, Megas. We'll come on to Megas. We'll come on to Megas. Um, it's also a couple of sync pairs returning as well. Um, you can also um, log in at the moment and get 3,000 gems for absolutely absolutely free, which, if I remember, gets you 11 sync pair rolls, which, sure, it's, it's nice, I guess. It's better than a slap uh, in the face, isn't it? It's better, better than a slap in the face. Uh, there's also the long-awaited photo creator uh, mode coming to the game. I will say this about Pokemon Master ZX, one of the funniest Pokemon games that I have played in quite a while. However, I I have said before that it seems to be that whenever I install that game on my phone, my battery gets absolutely drained. Um, so unless they bring it to the Switch or PC, 
I'm not touching it again. I can't. I just can't risk it. Despite the, the fun I have with that game. Do you want to talk about DNA's next game that they're coming out with? Um, is that Trading Card Pocket? Yes, it is. Yeah, let's jump. Let's jump ahead, and then we can go go back. That's absolutely fine. So, this was probably the the second biggest reveal behind Legends Z2A, and probably the now, more, most confusing one for me. Because I, okay, how come? I genuinely thought they were just advertising, oh, by the way, TCG Live is available. It's out of beta and things now. Yes. You can download it on your phone and play it. Because it's I got the same it be look. Update. It's got the same yeah. look as TCG Live. Yeah. Agreed. Which is Agreed. an odd look to go for, considering that nobody likes it. Just saying. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it is a whole new game. It is a new take on the TCG. Um, similar to how, so I think Yu-Gi-Oh did something similar recently. Well, they had, um, oh, no, what was it called? Speed Jewels? No, not Speed Jewels. Okay. Link, Link Jewels, something. Um, they, they had a sort of different version of the game that you could play. It had a different collection of cards and you got to play as one of the heroes and the heroes had um, yeah. special effects and stuff like that. And I think in the anime as well, they've switched away from the long form card game to Yu-Gi-Oh sevens and doing rush jewels and things like that. to basically slim nice. the game down. You get a much smaller board. You only get three back row and things like that. And you play much quicker. And that seems to be what they're aiming for with Pokemon pocket is it's a slim down version of the TCG which looks to be aiming more at getting you to invest in collectible yes. pictures. It's it's NFTs with extra steps, is what it feels like. <laughs> I like I like that. I like that. Yes. So I was speaking to one of my pals about it, and the fact that you know you get so many free packs a day. I think it's two free packs a day. Yeah, so that's two, your pa- two free packs a day. So you open those, and it's got the whole opening animation. You've got to swipe across mm-hmm. to open it up, get that, oh, haptic feedback. Ooh, I feel and good. And then I have to assume there's going to be microtransactions in it. it which, it's the fact that it, it says in the, in the trailer, in their own trailer, it says open two packs a day at no extra cost. Yeah. That so is such a red flag. Which is really bad, considering I have praised TCG, uh, Pokemon yes. TCG, for years and years and years for not having microtransactions. There's actually no yeah. way within TCG Live or PTCGO before it to buy cards within the game. The only way to get mm-hmm. cards is to either play or to go buy real cards so you've got something physical that you've paid money yes. for. Right? The mm-hmm. digital codes were an extra. This comes off to me as a microtransaction-filled gacha game, yep. which Agreed. isn't a surprise. When it's made by the same people who do Masters EX, which is quite yep. literally a microtransaction filled gacha game. Yeah, it. Yeah, and the reason I, I think you're absolutely right on that, because if this was literally just a case of we want to find a way to speed up and streamline the, the Pokemon TCG battle so people don't need to sometimes spend, you know, I'm playing it a lot at the moment, sometimes some battles go 10 to 15 minutes. And it would be nice to have those quicker paced battles. 
you could have implemented that in Pokemon TCG Live, just as an additional version, an additional battle mode, a game mode, whatever you want to be. And the the fact that they're doing this, and the fact that it is its own separate thing, is a way to kind of protect Pokemon TCG Live, like you said, because it is like there is no microtransactions. It, it's to kind of go, we want our cake and we want to be able to eat it. Yeah. This is what this feels like. And while I can, you know, watching this, I must admit, this looks absolutely gorgeous. Those kind of, those art pieces of artwork where you can zoom in and yeah, you can the see everything. Yeah, the 3D move through the world artworks that you yeah. get. Yeah. I'm excited the- for it. It does mean that there's going to be a bunch of cards come out that are just for this game and won't have a physical copy, which sucks um, mm. and isn't a great road to go down. I think I've mentioned before about how I was really into Magic the Gathering for a while and then they sort of started leaning more into their arena style stuff. And what ended up happening was you had a bunch of cards that you kind of needed a computer in order to use because it had like randomization right. or the the skills on them had really specific triggers that would be a super super painful to try and keep track of in mm-hmm. in real mm-hmm. life and i just worry that that's how pokemon's going to go and people are going to get invested in these this they could get invested in this game get invested in these cards and i don't like the idea of people getting invested in things that aren't real yeah, no, I, I understand that. This feels to me like they've seen Marvel Snap, they've seen whatever the Disney one is, and gone, yeah, we want a piece of that. And, you know, me as a player of, you know, the Pokemon TCG Live, it is live, isn't it? Live's yeah. the new one, online's the old one. Um, I would have preferred that they take live and just go, right, okay, we'll, we'll bring in a quicker game mode and some of that fancy, you know animation that they've got which is gorgeous i can't deny it doesn't look fantastic but i'd much rather just see that implemented in pokemon tcg live because i'm also playing hearthstone at the moment so i've gotten back into that and i must admit hearthstone is several years old it's like eight nine years old at this point and yet a lot of the animation and the feeling of it being alive is something that pokemon tcg live sorely sorely misses and it feels like this scratches that itch, but I don't want to be playing something that nudges me to going, oh, you can play for free, but to get the most out of this or to get to the top the fastest, you're going to need to invest money. We might be very wrong on this. However, the fact that their very own trailer says open two packs a day at no extra cost means there is something in this that will try to bleed money out of you, unfortunately. Yeah, and it is it's gambling by another name. Um, there's reasons why I don't like microtransactions and things like that. I think they prey on the weakest of us. Sorry, weakest is the wrong phrase. Most vulnerable uh, yeah, of us. Yeah. And it, I know other games do it, and I've played other games. But that doesn't that do make it. it right. No, it doesn't make it right. And in fact, I think Pokemon should be held to a higher standard because they've already mm. got all the money. They don't need to Capitalism. do this. Money. <laughs> no, they don't. They, it was the same when you know they were doing forty dollars skins in Unite. It's unnecessary. 
It's entirely unnecessary. This is... I will hold off my hatred of it until I see what the game is, but I... There are far too many red flags for me currently, which is a shame because I love the TCG. And in fact, yep. I'm going and to Euros again this year because I want nice. to watch the TCG. And you know what? The, the, the thing that, one of the things that annoys me about this is there is some artwork. Actually, you know what? 90% of the artwork for TCG if not more than that, is is beautiful. It's gorgeous. You can tell the creator has put love and affection into these pieces of art. And then you get the full art cards, which are absolutely gorgeous. There's a reason I have them on display behind me, because they are beautiful to just sit down and look at. And the fact that we're, we're potentially getting that in a digital version, but there's a... There's a ha <laughs> got you behind it of, oh, you want to see this fancy artwork? Well, you can do, but chances are we're going to be trying to get more money out of it. It's just really disappointing of Pokemon. Um, and I know, and I know, I know that every company exists to make more money. I get it, but but come on, look at what you've got already, and and give something back to the fans. And I think there's a lot of people that are frustrated by TCG Live. I'm pretty sure the last time I looked at the ratings, it was somewhere between two and three stars because it had a terrible launch, apparently. Um, and I think people are frustrated with, okay, you, you've you got rid of online, you bought out Live, but Live seems to have the same issues of online of we put out the product and it's kind of done rather than developing it, improving it, making it better. So why didn't they invest the time in making that better rather than bringing out something else? And I think we've answered the question of more money. Honestly, online online wasn't pretty by any standard. It was one of the original arena games. It was really, it was. really old. But it was functional. And mm. I would have loved to have seen them just introduce the dusting mechanic for the cards yes. into TCG Online. And that would have been it. I think most people yeah. would have taken that over live. Um, it's a stylistic mm -hmm. choice. It's not great to look at. It's got lots of flashes and stuff in it. I think it's improved. I haven't looked at it in a long while. I know people who say it's good. I know people who say it's bad. That's the internet for you. I still think it's nowhere near what it should be. MTG no. Arena no, looks agreed. better. I think the, the Lorcana uh, online um sort of arena is called Pixelborn. It's not even official. It's made by like one guy and looks better than TCG Live. There's a lot done to it that, unfortunately. It is one of those things where I feel like uh Pokemon Company are very good at going, okay, what's the minimum amount of money we can put into something? And Pokemon TCG Live definitely feels like that of, you know what, we need to we need a new version of this um we're not going to be making that much money because a lot of it comes from the physical side of buying uh, and selling these cards so what's the bare minimum we need just to keep some people you know proportion of the audience happy that's what it feels like unfortunately yeah. which is it's such a shame such a shame because you know what i i am really enjoying playing the, the tcg um online i just think that i'm at that point now where i have done 
I've not even done two complete seasons. I came into the last season with a week and a bit left. This season, I think there's three weeks left. I'm nearly at the top rank of, of, of when you get all your unlocks and cards and stuff. And even now I've gone from, oh, I need to play every day to try and hit that rank to, I'm getting a little bit bored of this. Hence why I downloaded Hearthstone, because I was like, oh, I need to mix this up a little bit. And I, I just don't think TCG Live is going to keep me for much longer. It's nice nice to play. It's easy to pick up because they give you a load of the decks that you need to at least play somewhat competitively. Um, and the ranking system doesn't mean that you at the bottom are suddenly facing people at the top and getting absolutely spanked. Um, but I feel like it needs a little bit more to keep me going, and I don't think we're going to get it, unfortunately. Yeah, agreed. Let's we'll move see. on to... We shall see. We shall see indeed. Let's move on to Pokemon Cafe Remix. Uh, you can now collect Gimigool coins by completing certain puzzles. Uh, there are new outfits available for Sprigatito, Foycoco, and Waxley. Uh, and there's some bingo events that, uh, if you participate in them, you can have the legendary Pokemon Maridon and Maridon join your staff and i must admit i took this information from the pokemon uh official website and it starts with the always charming pokemon cafe remix i mean again pat yourself on the back there back there a little bit i mean it's not wrong <laughs> it's, 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 not a, wrong. it's an it's app description it really is it is it's beautiful to look at i must admit but i, I think when i first saw my daughter Blake, because she does chip you know dipping in, in and out of it every now and again and when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's just one of those connect games. It's just like you swipe and you connect them. Okay, I got this. So, of course, when she got stuck, she was like, can you help me? And I just like straight away did it. She was like, how do you know what to do? I'm like, I've seen a hundred of these games at this point. Like, it's, they are so common. They've been going for a very long time. I had fun with it when well, I played it. Um, I think my issue was the how you got new staff members was basically rolling the dice. <laughs> oh. Never good, is it? Never yeah. good. But, Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Pokemon Unite. I've just realized I did not take the copy from <laughs> the website, but uh, Maridon uh, joins February the 27th. In April, we get uh, Phalanx, and then at some point, uh, the edgiest Pokemon ever, Cerule Edge, will join Pokemon Unite. I... I'm glad that Pokemon Unite is still going. I I dip into it every now and again for just that little bit of quick, fast MOBA action. This is what I think Pokemon... This is like what... Pokemon Unite is what Pokemon Trading Card Pocket seems to be for MOBAs. There are other MOBAs I play where sometimes I'm like, I've been playing for 45 minutes. Can someone just win this game? Yeah. Please, Pokemon Unite. The fact that it's, it's guaranteed to be 10 minutes or less... Is is brilliant, and it's just a quick and easy MOBA that actually feels good. And the fact that because I rarely play it, and when I do play it, I'm in ranked. I just match with everyone that seems to be really bad at the game. So I, I, it's rare that I actually have a bad game, and I do feel a bit bad that I'm probably bullying little children that don't know how to play Pokemon uh, Pokemon Unite. But that's life. So Connor is obviously you, you, readjusting. What's it, sorry, what's it yes. doing? What are you Unite doing? Unite is still one of those games, unfortunately, that I I can't play. I, I It's an addiction for me, so I have to steer yeah. clear of it. But I love watching it. I love watching it at high levels. I think it's fantastic. I'm really excited to see what Maridon brings. Uh, I think Cerulege is going to be fun. And Phalanx could do a lot as well. They're three very cool Pokemon to bring into the game. Yeah, and it is good that I'm I'm... 
for Pokemon Unite, um, you know, um, uh, microtransaction heavy, um, you know, um, ecosystem and the fact that it does try to encourage you to, you're logged in and here's a thousand things you need to do before you play the game. Despite all of that, I am I am happy that this is stuck around. I did worry when it was announced. Is there an appetite for this? Is this going to stick around? The fact that it has and it's a regular edition at the you know official Pokemon tournaments is great news. And I also look forward to watching more Pokemon Unite um, competitions at the highest levels. Fantastic. Now, the big piece of news. Pokemon ZA... Um, which I, I have to ask, was it obvious to you that it was Pokemon Z to A from the... No, I just logo. read it as Pokemon Z, and then I assumed it was just the Lumios Tower next to it. Yes, that's kind of what I... Because it was only when I saw that little dash, and I was like, what is that? Is that dash the tail of the Z? And then when I looked up online, it was like Z to A, I was like, okay, I did not get that from the logo whatsoever. And it's it's really weird, actually, that Pokemon with their logos either tend to be really good or really bad as if they've just got, like, the work experience boy that's come in for the day to go, can you just mark up a trailer? Yeah, I, I know how to use Publisher. That'll do. Just use Publisher. <laughs> you'll be absolutely fine. It's such, such so weird. But I, think their logos, trailer, I think this trailer had a lot of confusing bits about it. I'm not sure it's got okay. across exactly what this game is. I don't think it has as and well. There's let's a lot down... of confusion online as well. So let's Agreed. give our thoughts on it and accept that nobody knows the answer. So we'll wait until no. the next one to give you confirmation, no. but we'll give you our thoughts yeah. for now. I think, I think, okay, let's, should we talk about the confusing parts and then yes. maybe try to come to a consensus of, of what it is? Now, the thing that I've seen some confusion online about and what confused me a little bit at first is, is it past, present, or future? And the reason why is because the blueprint-style fly-through seems very futuristic mm-hmm. in terms of those kind of, you know, lines and how it looks. Then it's got I kind that of thought, element of, like, Tony Stark's hologram blueprints. Yes. yes, exactly. But then I thought to myself, oh, maybe, it is, maybe I'm overthinking it, and maybe it's just a blueprint, and therefore it's present day, because, you know, we use blueprints when we design things. But then, obviously... There are elements of this where it looks like sketching, which implies it's in the past. And the fact that it's Legends, and I know we've only got one Legends game to go on, so it's not really definitive. Legends could mean future, past, present, who knows? But there isn't really anything here that makes me think what timeline it's set. And when it says urban redevelopment plan... That also doesn't help. Are they redeveloping what was there in Kalos, in in, uh, X and Y? Or are we seeing what we saw in Pokemon Legends of you've got this little starter town and it will build up and develop over time? There's no real answers there as to when this is set. No, it's... um... The the aesthetics of it are more confusing than anything else, I think. I think that holographic, hologram-style walkthrough that they're doing is what's throwing people off to me this has to be taking taken in the past it has to be taken place in the past there's the words oh my god yes they got Um, them did spit them out so i assumed it was a case of like 
it's somebody actually sketching is what's really happening, and then the hologram is what's going on in their head. Yes, it's, it's okay. they are perceiving the future, what Lumio City could be, this beautiful place where Pokemon and people live together in harmony, and it's going to be this futuristic, this city of light, which is what Lumio City is now. Mm. And if you have a look at the blueprints and the big sketch of the big Lumio City circle they have at the end, that's just Lumio City. It's it's not new. It's a little bit more high res, but it is Lumio City as we know it. So for it to be a redevelopment plan, my assumption is they are redeveloping it into the Lumio City we know and love. Yeah. Yes. Meaning so, it takes place in the past. Yeah. I that is where I eventually settled on. Now there were the, the there have been at least two th- video thumbnails that I've seen that I haven't watched and uh, uh, a Reddit post that I I kind of dipped in at where people were going down the line of, oh, it's it's in the future and the past and there's going to be time travel elements. Folks, we've been burnt by this before, okay? There is, there is likely, very unlikely to be any form of time travel outside of maybe a side quest or two. I don't see this being... I don't see this being a game where they are having to jump between past models and present models and future models. I I I see this as kind of the way I kind of see this working is that there's already something there in Lumio City. We're not starting from it's a piece of flat land and there's nothing there. I think you're starting with a starting base of, you know, a couple of townhouses uh, a couple of shops, maybe something else, and it's like, okay, this is the big area that we that we can we can have. You can see that kind of outer ring, and then over time, it will it will build up the different areas. And I could see the way this works is similar to Legends Arceus of that middle section is almost your starting base, and then you can go out to different areas, and over time, those five different areas perhaps will build up. Mm. so you won't ever go to Lumio City as a whole won't ever be on display I think it'll be that you visit certain elements and inside of those different elements there is a way for them to have the city and there's also areas like parks safari zones whatever it might be and that kind of they're intermingling the fact that in the trailer it says um, a vision of beautiful coexistence between people and Pokemon I I really do think that there's not we're not we're not visiting Kalos in this game. We're visiting a city within Kalos, Kalos, and you might get to go out to a couple of other areas, but I don't think we're getting full Kalos in this, which I'm fine with. Oh, I think, hmm, I think it would be a miss. I think the game would feel very small if it was just Lumio City. Depends on the size. I so I, I I agree that it could feel small because it is just a oh it takes place in one city, um and maybe it is just you know vibes I'm getting from the blueprint. But Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Seven remake that was just within one city, but they still made it feel so grand. It's achievable. It is doable. Mm. But can Game Freak pull that off? I'm not sure. Considering that most of Lumio City, my my assumption is that most of Lumio City isn't actually built, and the game mm. is so. First off, I don't think there's going to be time travel in the game. 
Neither, nope. neither forwards nor backwards, nor are we going to be sent back in time. I think that was something that was done no, in the original yes. Legends game to get you into the concept of, yes, you know everything about Pokemon. Here's a bunch of people who don't. This is the second Legends game now. We're all on board. We all know don't what the score it. is. We, yep. don't need to, we don't need to have that sort of preface anymore. And it doesn't really make sense. You know, Sinnoh is about time and space and God and the devil, if you want to look at it that way. But it's about creation. So it makes sense for you to have time travel in there. What is Kalos about? It's about life and death, really, at its core. It is, yes. So how do you create a game about life and death and have it kid-friendly? Well, they did, you know, Legends is the only game where we've said, like, oh, go outside, you'll die. So they might surprise us. But mm-hmm. I liked, I was watching Loxton's video about it, and he gave the idea of, like, well, if it's a city redevelopment plan, maybe they're expanding. And if mm-hmm. they're expanding, you know, Pokemon has always had this kind of nature versus technology, uh, human interference within the natural world and things like that. Would it upset the balance? that Zygarde is trying to protect. So you, as a person, are trying to help the city build outwards. That enrages the Pokemon living there. So now you've got to go and, you know, calm them down. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. does that make you the good guy? Because you are still taking them out of their home. Yeah. But, you know, they they could work around it where it's a case of like, okay, we are... We're uprooting them in order to rebuild the city. We need to make sure there's a place for them within the city. If you want to make this city where it's Pokemon and people live together in harmony, you 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 need to stick to that. Um, mm. And I could see our character forcing that. And, you know, it makes sense why the Pokemon would fight you because you're in their territory now. Um, I don't think it can possibly take place that long ago. I think the common so- consensus is legends arceus took place about 200 years ago or so Mm -hmm. i think this is maybe gonna be within the last 150 to 100 probably so it's it's funny because um one of the things i read online is someone said that this was based on the um i've got i've got it here now Uh, in the 19th century someone completely redesigned and rebuilt the french capital so that was only you know a couple of 200 years years ago ago. there you go yeah yeah so i i think this is going to be it's going to be in the past but nowhere near as far back as legends arceus i could honestly see some level of technology because legends arceus outside of your your phone and the pokeballs which Still have no idea how the, how those Pokeballs work back then because it just feels like it doesn't work with the time period. But I feel like we're going to get something similar here where maybe we see a middle ground between the old Pokeballs and the current Pokeballs and you're probably only, you know, one or two generations removed from where the modern games take place. I think it's going to be that recent. I think the Legends title is literally them going, we can explore any period in the past and it doesn't matter whether it's 10 years ago 100 years ago 500 years ago whatever because you know game freak have always been quite loose with the timeline and dates and and things and that's just the nature of what they do and i think it benefits them in some way yeah we're um, not going back to so the yeah. Kalos war that's not happening well we're that was 3000 3, years, years ago. ago 
yeah, no, that that isn't happening. I, you know what? I really wouldn't be surprised if they don't even mention that. I, outside mm. of maybe the lore drops, I don't think it'll play a part in the story. I just yeah. don't see how. How do you have something that was so long ago be of relevance in the game? Don't get me wrong, story writers can do whatever they want. They can make it happen, but it just feels like a. It wasn't really. It was ground that wasn't really treaded in the original game outside of the ultimate weapon, Lysander's plan, and AZ, who still makes no sense, no sense to me whatsoever. And for AZ, I just realized AZ, he's kicking AZ, around. Z to, Z to A, he's kicking around, yeah. And you know what? Like the, a, the Z to A thing isn't a coincidence because you go A to Z is typically you get your ducks in the row, you do it in an order. Z to A implies some, something's going backwards, something's going wrong, we're going in the an wrong end direction. And a new beginning. Oh, so you go to Z and you're not going back, you just yeah. you finish that ending Veltel, and you now want to. Veltal destroys everything and Xernia starts it again. Oh, a cycle. Okay. I mean, I, I understand how we get Zygod in this game. Uh, it, it, Zygod out of the three is the one that makes the most sense to have in this game but I don't see how you can have have a game set in Kalos and not at least have Zygod and Xerneas in this game which makes me think you're probably right actually that there is some kind of cycle playing out and maybe that's the conflict of we're involved in this cycle in some way and maybe thinking about it, because Pokemon likes their human versus human elements as well um, you know conflicting ideologies between the hero and the bad guys and actually do we potentially see the bad guy the bad guys in this quote unquote being people that either are completely for expansion or completely against expansion of the city and what that means and actually you know getting zygod on their side is maybe their way of oh no we don't like these people expanding so we're going to track down zygod and get that pokemon involved to try and stop them perhaps yeah, you know and possible like and you know what zygod zygod is about the ozone layer isn't it like no. it protects the is protects the environment is it uh again uh zygarde we didn't really have a lot about him unfortunately mm. we know he's made up of a bunch of different cells we know they're scattered across the land and that's his job is he protects the land um and keeps balance between eveltal which is death and xerneas which is life that's okay. it we don't have all that much information about it really i know it was explored more within the show yeah, but I never watched it because, that far, like, so I feel really bad. I, I no, I I honestly like I don't think. I think Zygod a lot of time gets thrown around as like, oh, the world's gone to pot. We're going to throw Zygod. Zygod to me has always been about balance. I, I feel like, and mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that the expansion of Lumia City is a bad thing because, as they've said, it's the coexistence between people and Pokemon, which to me implies balance. That's what Which, they're saying. But we all know that companies, what they say is not always what they do. True. True. I, I, it's really... I, I, Okay, this goes back to what I've been excited about for, for Pokemon Presents for quite a while of 
they have done exactly what I hoped they would do of just throw out a curveball in terms of the game, the style of the game, when it's game released, what it's game released on. And it's one of the things I'm really looking forward to this game of just to see if Legends Arceus was the... Is all the... We've had the mainline games for a while. It's their bread and butter. They know what they're doing. Legends Arceus was them, you know, dipping their toe and going, oh, let's try something new. I'm just wondering if this is them going, let's build on Legends and improve it, innovate, or if it is them again going, no, we have so many ideas and this is yet another idea and we want to show off what we can achieve outside of the core Pokemon experience. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing if they keep the same battle mechanics with the swift and strong style or the agile. Yeah. What was it? Strong uh, and... A strong and agile. Yeah. I'd love to see that explored further. I'd love... I, I cannot wait for the story in this game. The story in Arcus was so good. The characters were great. I can't wait to explore again. Mm-hmm. Uh, to bring us back to the original point... Uh, Zygarde is known as the guardian of the ecosystem and doesn't get involved okay. unless the ecosystem is in danger. So, yeah, an expansion into uh, new grounds and upsetting the balance of nature. I could see Zygarde Just make upset, shall we say. Yeah, because like I, I do feel a bit sorry for Yvette because Yvette's always seen as like, it's the bad guy of the two, but I always kind of saw... Yvettel is kind of all things naturally have to come to an end and mm-hmm. it is it's it it it's not evil it's necessary and I always saw Xerneas as I bring life I can I can create life but again if you create too much life that's not necessarily a good thing because you know there needs to be balance there needs to be enough food and you know flora and fauna and all that kind of stuff and honestly I could see this as either one of them being out of control. And I think it would be great to kind of go down the story of, I know you thought Xenius was the good guy. No, Xenius is one half of a coin. It 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 requires your Vettel just as much as your Vettel requires Xenius. And maybe the balance is kind of Zygarde getting involved because something is disrupting that balance and one of the two is stronger or weaker than it needs to be. I think, like you say, there's, it's, it's one of the great things about this reveal trailer it's also one of the most annoying things about this reveal trailer because it doesn't actually give you a lot to go on, which means you can have so much fun speculating. But of course, that leads to the inevitable, you know, frustrations for some people of, oh, it didn't meet my expectations because I built these expectations in my head of this amazing game and what it was going to be. I'm, I mean, I, I am interested to see where this goes because there's two things that we haven't discussed yet, Okay. The first one is that not long after this went out, Nintendo of America tweeted that it's set entirely within Lumio City. Oh, they now, have not sure said that. that. I have said that, yes, yes. Um, so I'll tell you what, while you give me your thoughts on that, I'm going to quickly Google it just to make sure that... Uh, you're, you're confirming uh, that for me. Um, well, okay, interesting. As I say, it could yep. take place in what will be Lumio City. Which mm-hmm. means that it's not going to be... It, I, I don't think it's all city yet. No, agreed, yes. So, the, the yes, so it says, Nintendo of America tweeted 
and it's been pinned, so it, obviously they want to draw attention to it. Want to see the reveal trailer for Pokemon Legends ZA, a new adventure set entirely within Lumios City. So I think, uh, I think to you know your point and what we discussed earlier on, I think it is set within, it's set entirely within Lumio City. But I don't think the entirety of the gameplay areas to start with is city. I think there's going to be a lot of Greenland and areas and biomes to explore. Right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look up the map that they show at the end because I'm pretty sure there's like five so different um, there are there are five around it. five so you've got the main area directly in the middle you've then got five circles of various sizes and designs coming off it you've then got several lines coming off it one of which looks very thick almost like it's a water kind of area you're counting up how many one two three four five six yeah, six separated there's five big segments yeah there so is. they could quite Which... easily now this is the thing do they make it like legends where these are five different areas that you go off and explore in depth or is it going to be open world i mm, okay i I would prefer... Sorry, I'm jumping back and forth with this. And uh, I think the reason why is because we saw Scarlet and Violet do open world. And I think, unfortunately, it led to... I think it led to it feeling very empty. And we've, we've said that before. Whereas Legends Arceus, the fact that it's split into several biomes means that it's better at hiding it because it... You know, the the area of Legends Arceus, I don't know the map comparison to Skull and Violet, but it felt like the area we were playing in was bigger because you, you're aware playing that game that you're not visiting all the areas because there's probably a lot of areas where it's just nothing is going on. Where Skull and Violet was kind of like, here's everything, which kind of proved that you were going through a lot of areas where nothing was going on. And for, for this... I think we could see actually being quite similar to Legends Arcus of which ward, which districts, whatever they want to use to describe that. Which one do you want to go to? And there's the five different ones. And, you know, you go in that area and you can see loads of open area where you can do and see things. And then you've got cities just down the sides and everything. But they can use that to kind of hide some of the limitations of trying to do a big open world city. Yeah. Because the thing is, you, I think Kalos was the first real big city you got to explore. I mean, they did it in black and white. Um, Slightly yeah. did because, yeah, because black and white though it was we were still in the Sprite era. This Lumio City was the first time that like you could do a full three sixty. You could cut through. There was side alleys. There was like there was a reason why Lumio City frustrates so many players. Oh, I got so lost. It. And even now, even now, I, I only played it uh, about three weeks ago. I still get lost in Lumio City and I'm going to the taxis and you go, oh, how much is a taxi? Oh, 750. Only to find out that it's literally dropped you off. <laughs> literally two two seconds away from where you, you were. were. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That, that, that It was poorly designed, unfortunately, in that game. And I think another stab at it where they can make each area very 
distinct and i think that's one of the great things about this blueprint that we've got now is that yes there are it looks like several different districts and wards whatever you want to say but it's very obvious that they all look slightly different in terms of what they offer the size of the buildings the location of the buildings those circular plateaus that you've got as well and what they maybe represent um yeah, it, it's it's going to be really interesting to see what they can pull off with this. They've obviously got something in mind. I'm looking forward to seeing where they go with it. How do they do the biomes? If it's all taking place in the city, how do they do the biomes? How am I going to get fire Pokemon? How am I going to get ice Pokemon? Mm, I think, yeah, I think you could maybe do it a, a little bit differently and have maybe an industrial ward which is, okay, the fire Pokemon are there because they, they're getting involved in manufacturing and production. Electric Pokemon are there for the power. Um, then you could have a ward that's based around um, um, construction, which is where you get your fighting, your steel types, you get your rocks, your ground. You could have the uh, the, catacomb- the catacombs, uh, which is where you find your poison, your ghost, your dark Pokemon. You could have um, a technology uh sector perhaps where you find intermingling of other things like again steel and um electric type pokemon so that's maybe how they do it so it's biomes but they are not natural biomes they are man-made biomes Mm. okay see that working i i think that works better what i don't want is a repeat of the blueberry academy I enjoyed the Blueberry Academy for what it was. I enjoyed the split of the biomes and the ease of hopping over each of them. But it only works within the context of Blueberry Academy. Yes. I wouldn't want to see that here. I, I, you know, this is an open world Pokemon game where I'm actually in the open world. Blueberry Academy wasn't. For those of you who don't know, you're under the ocean in that. Even the sky isn't real. It's a big LCD screen. Um, I, I... And you know what, actually, I'm quite excited if they go down the route of now man-made biomes and developing it that way. It'd be quite interesting. And the fact that, you know, I have seen the catacombs idea isn't something that I thought of. I read about it and I was like, oh no, that does make sense. That Paris is known for its catacombs. Mm. How amazing would that be to be able to explore some of that? And it just links in with if there is a shady organization, they, you know, go go underground. They would be underground, right? And it would make sense as well, you know, on that Legends side quest style of this is still a time where people know kind of how to live with Pokemon outside of um, Hisui, as far as we know. So you get that conflict by, well, new Pokemon are showing up. I don't know these Pokemon. I don't know how to deal with them. Why are they coming here now? It's like, well, because you've got furnaces burning constantly. You've Mm. drawn them in. Mm. How does that interact? And we can finally see pokemon interacting with people and people learning to oh. live with pokemon it could happen don't do this to me i'm gonna have some hope <laughs> oh mega evolutions are coming back that is confirmed at the end of the trailer we get just the mega logo shows up with the with that with that sound effects they knew what they were doing they knew what they were doing so do mm. Okay, what were your thoughts on Mega Evolution Return? Because uh, fans have been asking... I think they're great. I, I am. Yeah. Fans have been asking for a while. Do you think... Okay. I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out if I'm being a cynic here. 
are they introducing are they reintroducing bringing back mega revolution because they have something it, it, it relates to the story there is a story they want to tell or is it just a gimmick to kind of go we know some of you have missed mega revolution you want to see mega revolution again buy this game is it a way to get is it a way to get excitement or is it because they have a story to tell or is it both i think it's if they released a Kalos game without Mega Evolution, people would riot. <laughs> yeah. Is, is my honest opinion on that. Yes, it will help sell the game because people love Megas. I think they will introduce new Megas with this. Um, Agreed. Charizard Z should be great to see. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's see what you got, guys. We um, haven't got enough Charizards. I would actually love to see more Kalos Megas. Agreed. Because we only have Diancie so far. I would also kind of love, and this is this is a big stretch. I would love the final fight to be against ten percent Zygarde, fifty percent Zygarde, hundred percent Zygarde, Mega Zygarde. I Ooh. think that would just be insane. Ooh. It would test yes. you so much. Zygarde is one of those weird Pokemon where I didn't become aware of Zygarde's true form until I think Gen Eight. Well, it didn't exist no. until Sun and Moon. Yeah, and then seeing it, I was like, "Wait, what's 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 this Pokemon?" And then finding out, I was like, oh, "Okay, this is I didn't know this. <laughs> this is come out of nowhere. Where's this come from?" So I'm looking forward to them giving Zygarde an opportunity to shine in this, um, because we all know that uh, you know it, there was a Pokemon Z at least planned. I don't know how far in development it it, it got, but there were. It isn't something that fans have just made up. It was in in some way developed, whether or not that was early stages, late, don't know. And then it was scrapped, and all we get is Zygarde in a cave. It's really disappointing. The whole, you know, collecting Zygarde cells wasn't even introduced in Kalos. It was introduced in um, the Alolan region, which is just weird. So they've obviously got they've obviously got some story to tell here, I think. And it wouldn't surprise me if we are getting some of the story elements that were planned for a Pokemon Z and they've recycled and reused them. And thinking about it, I am I'm just wondering, and this is me being, I think, a little bit dark because I don't think Game Freak would go here of, you know, Paris has the catacombs and if you've ever been down in the catacombs or seen pictures of the catacombs, there is a a lot of skulls down there making up the walls, okay? It's a little bit worrying. If they're going to tie this into the war that happened 3,000 years ago, perhaps this is where the weapon was fired and the catacombs are what is left of the area beneath. Well, we know there is a path of destruction that comes out from around where the weapon fired. I think there's a bunch of grave sites that um, span out from around the weapon. My theory still to this day, and people have other ideas, of course they do. Um, we we know now that it's not Paldea. It wasn't Paldea that got hit. I still think it was Hisui. I'm still 100% convinced okay. it was Hisui. So Why? when we see the the weapon get fired within the Origins anime, or I think it's Origins, one of them, one of the one of the anime spin-offs of the game. Um, we see the weapon get fired and it lands on a bunch of buildings that look like sort of Greco-Roman architecture. And the only place we've ever seen that kind of architecture 
is within the Sinnoh ruins. Oh. And there are the Sinnoh ruins, and we read uh, bits from Kogita's past of her saying, like, oh, all my people used to live here, all my friends. They're gone now. And also, (laughs) if if Kogita had been around since the Celestic people were in Hisui, and she's that old, but is still alive, well, who else is still alive who is that old? Oh, AZ. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he got mm-hmm. ex- he got uh, exposure to the weapon. What if Kogita also got exposure to the weapon but wasn't directly within the blast? There's there's enough there that I kind of am convinced that that's where they fired it. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. So, so it's interesting we- that they're tying it in here. Yeah, are we coming back around to the idea then that actually, yeah, that there is going to be a tie into the the weapon and the war. I think the war will be mentioned. I think it's it's mm. too much of Kalos's history. Um, yes, I think they might even bring up the fact that you know, uh, Kalos lived in prosperity, and then there was a big war, and we've never really recovered from it, even though it was thousands of mm. years ago. This is why we need to rebuild because we now live in poverty and famine and filth. Yeah, because Kalos doesn't mm. have. Uh, I forget. Do they still have kings? Don't know if Kalos had a king after AZ. No, I don't think they did because you go to that um, Parfum Palace. That fancy, yeah, you go from the you go to the palace, but no, I don't think there is a king or anything there. No, know, you have actually. the picture of AZ when he's younger. Wait, is that is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, um, okay. I think, if I remember correctly, there's one that's supposed to look like King Louis, but yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a picture of AZ within Parfum Palace when he's younger. Oh, okay. I need to dig that out. AZ's such a weird character. I just don't get why he's but so yeah, big. If, if he was the last king, I could see... Kalos being on a decline ever since. So, is this directly related to the war? No. But I think we will still feel the ripples of it. Hmm. Mm. Okay. I'm. Uh, the other thing as well, one thing they could tie the war in on AZ's flow. Yeah. We know it exists. Okay. We've, yes. we've had the model in the games for years, mm-hmm. and we've never had it. We assumed it was coming in Pokemon Z. We never got Pokemon Z, so they've never released it to us. Are we going to get AZ's Fluet? Are we going to be able to find it? Are we going to be able to revive it? Are we going to be able to catch Xerneas and revive dead Pokemon? Mm, I think the more we talk about this... Oh no! More... It's not dead. It already got revived. I like. It, yeah, it was just. It's just. But it's just out and about. It's only at the end that it returns to him. Mm-hmm. I think the more we talk about it, the more it feels like yeah, they they you know Game Freak never got round to doing Z. They never got to finish off that 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 um generation and it's the only one that sticks out because every single generation has had some kind of sequel remake um you know third version whatever it might be 
X and Y stands alone. It never got anything outside of X and Y. Um, no, and I, I think that this, you know, Legends almost feels like we have to, we have to make the main generation games over here, and we know we have to make them. But every now and again, we would love to be able to bring some fresh thinking and different ideas. And you know what, Legends Arceus was of the Switch generation games, I think my favorite. Mm-hmm. So I am completely on board with them taking another stab at, at Legends, and I'm glad that we finally answered the question of was Legends Arceus just a one and done? And Legends seems to be the you know what it seems to be now. And I know we've only got a few games to go on, so we haven't really got that correlation. But it seems to be, you know, every year or two you will get new generation, a Legends, and some kind of um, remake. Mm-hmm. Which I'm I'm, I'm fine with for. that. Yeah, yeah, it ticks all the ticks all the boxes. It gives it gives me a stab at the older games in a new way. It gives me a stab at new games with them able to hopefully innovate and try new things, but polish off. I want them to do some more polishing on them. Also, Legends is just their kind of, this is our playground. If we want to try something, I'd, I, you know, I'm happy with with the Legends series taking big swings. Some swings it'll hit, some swings it'll miss, but at least they are trying something new and it will help to prevent them going stagnant, which unfortunately the mainline games for a while now felt a little bit stagnant. That being said then, what additions would you like to see this time around? I can start off. Oh, I would like yeah, to see on. A, more battling, and yes. B, interplayer battling. I, I want to interplay. As in, I want to battle my friends in a Legends Oh, game. yes. Okay. I, I think what I would love to see this time around, I would love to see the return of the catching mechanics from Legends Arcus. It felt like a real step backwards to go back to, um, you know, the, the typical way you catch Pokemon in Skull and Bites. I would love to see a world that feels a lot more lived in. Um, I want to see it populated. I want to get that Breath of the Wild feel of, I'm going to go over there, but before you know it, two hours have passed. I've still not got there because I've been distracted by several other things going on. Uh, I want to see an evolution of the battle mechanics. I think Legends Arceus, again, made a lot of necessary changes. I think that, you know, um, you know, changing up some of the status conditions, that agile and strong style, I want to see them take that and elevate it to the next step. I want to see more quality of life features that, again, were in Legends Arcus, but weren't in the mainline game, such as the linking cord and other things like that. I want to see true multiplayer in this, and by that I mean, like you said, the, the fact you can battle other players, but I want to be able to bring in my friends, and I want to be able to see what they are doing in real time. Yeah, I want, I want to, us to be I able to, to throw be- a Pokeball at the same Pokemon, and whoever gets it first yep. gets it. Yeah, I, I'm completely on board with that. I want to see something that uh, Scarlet and Violet uh, lied about in the trailers of Pokemon interacting with each other. Anything, anything. I'll take anything, interact with people, Pokemon, items, whatever it might be. That's what I want to see. Um, honestly, I, I want to see, I, mainly I just want to see more quality of life and improvements. I want to see them 
you know, updating and, and innovating, like simple things, like, you know, when we mentioned in, in the PAL world um, episode we did, where items in the overworld actually look like the items, rather than it's just a shiny object or a Pokeball. I want to, you know, be wandering around, and I want to see, you know, a pineapple tree, and know that if I shake that, I'm getting pineapple berries from it. Oh, that's a good point um, as well. You bring up PAL world. We are developing a city. Give me a reason to go and catch Pokemon to bring them back to build this city. Well, going back to what we said, like, oh, the industrial district has just started off. Oh, we need some good fire Pokemon. I'm your guy. I'll go and get you some fire Pokemon. And then, you know, building off what we saw in Legends Arc is of, like, that shiny Ponyta that you caught. Is there a trainer or a person that needs a fire Pokemon and you hand them that Pokemon and you actually see the Pokemon in the overworld, whether or not it's small, whether or not it's big, whether or not it's an alpha, whether or not it's a shiny, that kind of, you know, my city feels like my city because it is distinct from another player playing it on a on a different console. Because he gave he gave, you know, a Torchic, I gave a shiny Pernita. Like yeah. it feels like my city. I'm invested in it. I feel the value of it. Um what else was it? There was something else I was going to add that I want to see. Um, oh, I can't remember. Now. I want to see some real-time development of the city. Okay. I want to see it build over time. I want to see it go from... So, like, you know, you go from, you know, you know those videos that you see pop up that I never understand why they're so popular. I spent 100 days in the thumbnails always, day one, day 100. Like, I, w- I want to see... You know this where the city you see on day one is different outside of maybe the plot lines of where things are going to go to day 100 when you've completed the game and you've built up this city i want to see it flourish i want to see it develop um and i want I, I yeah i just want to see in this game what the anime has hinted at so many times of you know the games are so disappointing that you visit a city and it's not a city it's like six buildings and a pokemon center i want to see what we see so many times in the anime of you know metropolises like massive massive areas of you know constructed items and roads and motorways and cars and people living their lives that's what i want to see this is something that allows us to see hopefully people and Pokemon living side by side that we haven't really had a chance to see in any of the games. Because they are, in most games, seen more as pets in terms of, yeah, I just got them in the house with me rather than, no, no, I I work in construction, so of course I'm going to have a load of fire and steel, to, fighting and steel Pokemon. And they help me out on my job. Like, that's what I want to see. Yeah. I'm excited. Is the, To cut a long story short, I'm very excited for another Legends game. I have hope um i think i said before that you know legends felt like a game somebody wanted to make yeah and i hope that continues i hope this game is full with passion and you know it's made by people like us who grew up with these games and want to see them be the best they can be Mm -hmm. no that's agreed agreed yeah, agreed. What well, one last thing, and then we will wrap it up. Is um, I want to see an evolution of the constru- of the crafting um, that we had. So, Legends Arceus was very much Pokeballs, items for helping you to catch or heal Pokemon. I want to see develop a little bit more in this game. This isn't something that I would I would hate to see this in Scarlet and Violet, for example. But in this game, that crafting of 
oh no, we need your help crafting actual building items and materials. I'd love to see that as well. If we're doing, so I couldn't, I don't know if we do crafting building items, but I think it would kind of work for the first time ever if we crafted our own vehicles. Okay, yeah, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Vehicles instead of po- ride Pokemon. Well, maybe you need ride Pokemon in order to utilize them. Maybe you build a raft that mm. gets pulled along by something. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just spitballing. Yeah, but yeah. yes, an but- evolution to the crafting mechanics to more than just something to catch Pokemon with. Yeah, I don't know what else you'd include. There needs to be something. Do you want expansion on the survival mechanics? Do you think you need a Pokemon game where you have to eat? No, I do not want that. No, no, no. I, I, um, so I, I'm still playing Power World at the moment. I'm loving Power World at the moment. I do not want Pokemon to be Power World. I, I, I can enjoy Power World for what it is, but no, I, I am happy with Pokemon and Game Freak taking a light touch to rafting and survival mechanics i feel like legends arcus was a step in the right direction i think they just need a a little bit more of a nudge but not to the point where it's like i'm cold now i'm hot i'm hungry i need water like those kind of things in games while novel at first really start to grate on you after a bit and then by end game they are just essentially pointless because you have farms and water out the kazoo you've got all the items so it, it you know what? I just don't need them in Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There we go. I think that that's wrapped up our thoughts on Pokemon Legends Zeta A and Pokemon Presents. I'm excited to find out more about this. It's going to be a very interesting year if there are no new Pokemon games coming out and trying to fill, you know, 52 weeks worth of a... Can't well, I say 52. It probably might be 52 by the time legends that a comes out but yeah we'll we'll do what i bet uh, do our best to cover the topics and talk about things you want us to talk about speaking of which if you've got a comment or question or a suggestion for a topic you can reach us by leaving a comment on our podcast on youtube by emailing goldenrodpod at gmail.com by leaving it on our discord channel or by using the hashtag goldenrodpod on twitter of course before you go we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice if you're watching on youtube then please leave a like as it really helps out our podcast and that's the show for this week if you've gotten this far you're just a top dollar aren't you Connor, where can find you you can find me on my youtube channel at captain fidget or on twitter at cap fidget i'm ben you can find me as professor hoeing gaming on youtube and professor hoeing on twitter We'll be back next Friday for another week of Pokemon Podcast content. See ya! See ya!